0: You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Esfier. Rachel
1: O'Brien hello do you know what I always butcher everyone's names on this podcast it's really hard to butcher Rachel (laughs) O'Brien exactly and I love can I just say I love that your Instagram handle is Rachel no Brian
0: (gasps) but that's not what it is it's Rachel N O'Brien but it looks like (laughs) Rachel no Brian and Stassi like made that a thing by saying that on her podcast so yeah when when I saw it, it definitely reads like that
1: when I saw it I thought it was like part of your comedy and I was like that's fucking genius
0: no, it was like because ends my middle initial and Rachel O'Brien was already taken.
1: That's so fucking funny. In case you guys didn't know, but you probably know because a lot of my audience is like people who watch Vanderpump Rules. I'm sure most of mine is too. Really? Yeah. Okay, so Rachel O'Brien, can I say that you
0: were on Vanderpump Rules? Like, I don't really know how to say it, but you can explain it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I, I, they're all my best friends, and right. so I appear on the show occasionally because I'm involved in their lives. Like, I was in Katie's wedding, so obviously I'm right. Kinda, you know, they filmed it, so. I'm on it like that, but I'm, I never worked at Sir, and I'm not, like, a main cast member. Right. Yeah. But
1: you've been on a couple of episodes. Like, I've definitely... I mean, yeah. I knew you from the show originally. Mm-hmm. I've been on, like, several of them, but, um, but I'm not, like, a regular... You're not a regular. So we'll go into Vanderpump stuff later on, but I just wanted to give my listeners a bit of like a background because you know what guys, you always want Vanderpump Rules content. There you go. Got it for you. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I always start my episodes with the tip of the week. Um, Oh, you gave me a tip of the week on my podcast. Yeah. I'm excited for this because you know what? Like this is Hollywood. This is people are on TV and when, when I used to live in London, mm-hmm. I was like, how do these people look the way that they do all the time? And now that I live here,
0: yeah. I understand <laughs> why. <laughs> Should we put it out there? I want the tip of the week to be how you stay so freaking skinny. It's just <sighs> genetics, though, and then that's so unfair. But I, I I think there might be a couple
1: of different things because of what I eat. And because mm-hmm. I, I don't like fruit. I don't really like sugar. So maybe that's why well, I still eat a lot of sugar. I don't. I don't fucking know. But yeah. wait. So you don't really
0: eat sugar either. You don't eat sugar either. No, I don't you like have a fruit. great body. Do
1: you know what? You have amazing boobs. Oh,
0: thanks. I'm so
1: pissed right now.
0: Mm, they're not that great. I mean, I've had them for a long time. So they're not the perkiest, but they're,
1: you know, they're chill. No, they look good to me. They're chill. Um. So usually I let the guests start. But then I was thinking maybe I should start to give them an idea because mm-hmm. I'm People are like, um, just work out. No, I don't want the basic bitch tip. Like, I actually want a real tip.
0: I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend.
1: So today I'm going to talk about my favorite deodorant. I think maybe, are they a sponsor of yours? Native? Oh, no, no, no. Kapari. They're not
0: a sponsor of mine. This is like genuinely Uh something that I actually use and love. Oh, Kapari used to be a sponsor but not their deodorant. It was just their other products. Oh, really? Have you tried the the deodorant? No, because I think it it came out later after they were a sponsor. Yeah,
1: it's one of their newer products. Yeah. So that's my tip because basically it's a really, it smells delicious. It's made of um, coconut oil so it smells like Mm -hmm. coconutty but not too much. It's so like soft. It like glides onto you. It's not like a stick that is like hard and disgusting and also it doesn't have any of the, Nasties that are bad for you that are typically found in, in deodorants. How
0: does coconut oil make you not sweat? I'm thinking oil and sweat and. Honestly, I don't fucking know because <laughs> I wish I had researched this yeah. a little bit more now that you're asking. I me. mean, I'm sure it works. They're going to say you can like build a house with coconut oil. They say you can do everything with it now. It's like
1: L- literally the though. be all end
0: all. 100%. Yeah. Capari deodorant. It's
1: not an antiperspirant. Is that mm-hmm. how you say it? I guess so, yeah. So that like stops you, but it just stops the odors mm-hmm. and it does, it, it, it works. It's really good and it's not toxic
0: for you. Yeah. So
1: even if you like have your arms up like in the sun, it won't burn you. It won't mark you. It's just, it's
0: really good. It's really healthy. I like native deodorant too. And they actually are one of my podcast sponsors, but I knew about them before they even were because my friend used it. And I was like, that smells incredible. Like, what is that? And she's like, it's just like natural deodorant. It's really, really good. I think it's probably a similar type of thing. I don't know if it's... Is it coconut as well? I don't know. Probably could be one of the ingredients, but it's all natural. It's awesome. Also, um, you is guys that can your use, tip of the week also you guys can use my my code be here and get a discount yeah what's the website uh nativedeodorant.com or something but what's your actual tip of the week so my friend just told me about this app called ebates okay and a how pair, do you spell it E will send you like the, the code or whatever okay so basically yeah it's e-b-a-t-e-s okay basically if you use this app to shop for things it like filters it through like different sites or like even travel stuff, like you can get on like Travelocity and all, all these things. Right. And they basically just give you money back for every purchase and it's not like, and they're not selling things at a higher price for it. It's basically so they can just collect data on what you're buying, okay? but you're getting money for it. She says she makes like- So it's like a credit card with points, but minus the credit. Kind of, yeah. That's amazing. I don't know, she was like really selling me on it and she was like, I get like a lot of money a month back from it. Really? Yeah, so- So you make
1: money by spending money.
0: Yeah. But it's my not, dream come true. Yeah. And it's not like I don't think they're at, like, like I said, a higher price point or anything. You're just getting like, like, let's see, it says like Barneys, you'll get 7% cash back whenever you run whatever you and so how does it work? Does
1: it connect to the websites that you buy from? Does it connect to your PayPal? How does it work? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't actually know that part yet because I haven't done anything. I just downloaded it yesterday. I okay. just told me about it, but it's a tip. I think it's a. Che- I think you get a check. I think that's what she said you get. You get a check, or it's PayPal. I
1: that,
0: listen. I haven't gotten
1: that far into it, but, but as we were telling the other day, every mm-hmm. little bit helps, and it all adds up in the end. And you know what? Every every little bit helps. Absolutely, I totally agree. I'm setting up my code now. Whatever. This oh, okay, is boring great. to everyone, but I think it sounds cool. This no, app. no, no. This isn't boring. Anything to save. We want to save.
0: Yeah you know what we're savvy so moving on it's Coachella weekend and we are in leggings sitting in my house in
1: PJs can I just say I don't know about you but I bailed on Coachella so I actually had the whole thing planned Mm -hmm. we had a house planned I was going with an amazing group of friends I've never been to Coachella
0: and I just didn't go you said that it was like you get kind of anxious in crowds and stuff though and you just needed to like tap out yeah. But you know what? I would have gone to mm-hmm. like, because I'm, because my friend
1: Lainey really wanted me to go. It was an amazing group of friends that we were going to go with. I just could not be bothered. Mm-hmm. I could not be bothered. I was not feeling FOMO. I was not feeling the urge. And I mean, I don't, here's the thing. I don't want to sound like a bitter bitch for mm-hmm. not going,
0: mm-hmm. but why, why, tell me, why didn't, why, why didn't you go? Uh, well, I was, I mean, I had really had no plans to go. And right. it's also like, two days before i'm leaving for europe for three weeks so like that would have been a tad aggressive yeah not that i've accomplished packing or anything (laughs) procrastinating but um i yeah i didn't go just because i had no plans to i did almost i did almost go though because my parents have a house there and so i was like i can just go and then yeah Yeah. but i yeah no i didn't i've only been once before so what
1: what was your experience when
0: you went was it like everything that it's made out to be on social media be honest Um, uh well my experience is uh, far different i'm sure than most people's so the first (laughs) and only time i went to coachella my mom purchased tickets for our whole family including my including my niece and nephew who are seven and nine she was like there's a ferris wheel there i think it's for kids i'm like it's no it's not for kids it's maybe for a few hours during the day and then she realized that pretty quickly not for kids yeah it's not
1: even for like good girls like us who don't do drugs yeah exactly like (laughs) i don't yeah
0: like that's so my coachella experience is exactly what i would expect it to be very chill you know i only went for like a day or two but so you actually enjoyed it i totally did Yeah, which is unlike every other person because for me why people don't enjoy it
1: so i probably because they are doing drugs drugs are bad for you i know drugs make you feel like shit apparently so i've heard because i've never done them Mm -hmm. but so a lot of my friends are obviously going with like brands and are influencers. And like, to be honest, like I probably like was going to go with like a couple of brands. I don't know how to, I don't want to be bitter. I don't want to be the girl who's like, fuck Coachella. Like I want to be her, but I am. Yeah. Also,
0: I do love live music though. So, so like do that I. part I'm into. And I also love that, the desert. I love that area. And I would have loved
1: to go see Ariana Grande. Cause as you know, I've worked with some of her producers. Like Me. I love her work. I think she's a fantastic vocalist. I would have actually loved to see yeah. her live, but it's just for me, and for, forgive me for being so harsh and disgusting, but for me, there's no interest in jumping in a pool of sweaty influencers mm-hmm. who are not even there. As we were saying the other day, like when we podcast, we're having like a real conversation. We're yeah, looking yeah. at each other. I don't want to go and meet people and be like, come be in my Insta story. To be honest, I had only booked to create content. And I was like, you know what? Uh-huh. I have more to offer than going to a festival wear a fucked up outfit and Mm -hmm. take a
0: photo to put it on social media for me it's not worth my time yeah i guess for for me it's just slightly different because again i go there all the time anyways my parents have a house there and like whatever but yeah i think i would have been more inclined to go if i if the lineup was better i don't think the lineup was very good this year. the lineup
1: was not that good i mean i would have gone just for ariana grande yeah but in all fairness that's not why i would have been going i would have gone just for content Mm -hmm. and today i posted this like video on my igtv because i do it's like a new thing i do pop diaries Mm -hmm. which like i recap some of like tv and pop culture stuff on my instagram Mm -hmm. tv and for me this is such better content than posing in front of a fairy swirl with a fucked up outfit
0: yeah (laughs) Like, you keep going to the fucked up outfit. But that's, people do. People dude, look I, so stupid. It's not as bad as Burning Man. If I see, I like, if I see that someone, like, I'm on a dating app, for example, and someone has a Burning Man photo, I'm like, no. 100% fuck no. 100% fuck no, I don't like anything about you. I already know that from just, the, I don't, it's all I need to know is if you go to Burning Man, I'm not into you. The Burning Man outfits are ridiculous. The, they're so stupid No, but looking. the Coachella
1: outfits are dumb as shit. Yeah, also, they are they are it's either you're a basic bitch in like shorts and a crop top which i'm not saying that's a basic bitch look like yeah. in la
0: but for coachella like think outside the box but when you think too outside the box it's oh just god stupid. when you're like in a costume with like with like racial appropriation or whatever <laughs> cultural, cultural appropriation, cultural appropriation. Yeah, yeah yeah i'm like what are you doing i, I don't why are get you it? wearing an indian headdress you look like a moron exactly i don't get
1: it Do you know what i don't get this year the fishnet thing
0: that, they've been doing that for a while. Oh, I that know, bothers no. me too. It yeah. really bugs the I'm fuck like, out of uncomfy. me. Like, it's uncomfy. Why? You're in hot. It's what are you doing? Yeah. There's a couple of other and things the, that bug the, me. And the hair with like the two buns, like right here. Oh, you yeah, know? the space buns. Why? Yeah, I that mean, it bugs me too. Yeah. So
1: many things things bug me yeah. wait I want to know what, uh, what what bugs you about <laughs> Coachella coach- bitch about Coachella oh I
0: think I think for sure the outfits and like the way people like ugh, god you, okay you know what really irritates me the people yeah. that wear their wristbands for weeks afterwards to show how many parties they went to I'm like, get a job. That Do is something so else. So thirsty. Time. Yeah.
1: Like it's so thirsty, and it's not even a cute accessory. Like you look like a dumbass. Yeah. I've looked at all the Insta stories, and I've kept up because obviously I'm always on social media. And even my friends who were there now, they were like, amazing, so much fun, so much fun. My friend is texting me on the other side, and she's like, I've waited two hours to get into this party, and 45 minutes later, we left because it was boring as shit. I don't like a planned
0: situation. Oh my god, I'm very much I'm with you on that. I don't like large group activities, planned things, tours, anything that's like I have to stand in any sort of line or have any sort of like barrier to entry to it irritates the crap out of me. A
1: hundred percent. So when you like anticipate going to this revolve party but you're stuck outside waiting for two hours. It's very insulting. I would just leave. It's not even insulting. It's just already ruined your anticipation of Mm. the whole situation. You get there. It could be the funnest party ever. You're not going to enjoy it because you're pissed off. You spent two hours outside the door waiting. Yeah.
0: So I have a, a similar thing to that that was like not a party but Stasi and I went to Vegas a couple years ago and we went to go see Enrique Iglesias in concert because so did I when I was with my family I went with my family did you go to Vegas for it like years ago but I saw Enrique Iglesias Yeah, yeah ages ago so we went and we get there on time like you're supposed to we're sitting in our seats he does not come out for like an hour to an hour and a half he has not come out yet and we're just like our experience is ruined now. Now I don't like you. Now I don't want to see you. You made me sit here and wait. So we left. We never even saw him. We just laughed. We were pissed. Come to find out he wouldn't wasn't getting on stage because there was some like fight that night or something, and he was like watching it on his phone or doing something, or he'd bet on it. Like yeah. so he was just making all these people that spent a shitload of money, money to see him yeah. just wait. And that time. Yeah, and think like, about like travel. It's like a huge venue. It's like $40 yeah. a ticket. He's making a ton of money on that, and, and just like I'm not even going to go on stage on time. We did, yeah. yeah we don't 100%. make
1: it us- No, it ruins your experience. So I'm sorry, Revolve. Like uh, you know, I love your website. I'm sorry, f- Enrique Iglesias. I forgive you. Yeah, well, I don't forgive him. I forgive you know him. what? No, I don't. I'm being an evolved person. I forgive him. I don't because he's so good looking, and it really bugs the fuck oh, out of me. And him
0: and his wife are adorable. Ugh, it's so annoying. I follow her on Instagram. She's so cute. When when is this gonna be us, Rachel? I don't know. I'm very. I'm not. This is not a good time to talk about no, dating this for is me.
1: A, I don't want to be a preacher about fucking Coachella because I hate people on podcasts who are like, let's preach and no, no, But make your own fun. Mm-hmm. You don't need a festival to tell you now is the time to have fun. Mm-hmm. Have fun whenever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm gonna say. What did you do last night? That was fun. Nothing. I'm okay. having fun with you right now. <laughs> are you up to date with Vanderpump Rules?
0: Not really. <laughs> fuck. I wanted to talk to you about Vanderpump Rules. No, I mean, I. I you can because I probably like. Knew in real life what was going on. I can't really remember what happened in this episode
1: because I have like the memory of the most goldfish. recent one. Yeah, they came back from Mexico, mm-hmm. which by the way, are you surprised
0: that James didn't like crash Mexico? So he didn't end up going? No. So Katie won. She didn't Yeah, end up she I'm won. Okay. Yeah. Um. Am I surprised? He I don't know. Why would he crash it? i don't know i thought he was although i would think Mexico. that maybe production would like have him do that so it could cause drama exactly but why I they did not
1: i think he's gone too far in productions now like thinking maybe we should like turn it down with the whole james stuff i know shit that you know. probably I like know they too like but him. we can't say it on the podcast it's like oh my gosh i got so much shit should i just say it whatever just we say it you can um, edit it if you need to so J- no so logan who's I, I've, I've actually
0: been hanging out a little bit which with, logan there's two logan no okay has been hanging out. They're both, I love both those Logans. They're both Logan is
1: fucking epic. Can mm-hmm. we just like acknowledge?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's, he's always in my building because I'm friends with his really good friend, Lucas, who's like a server at TomTom. Tom. Okay. He yeah. lives in my building. He's such a sweetheart. I hang out with him all the time. I co-host a Pump Rules podcast with Craig mm-hmm. and he was on that show and he was like, well, actually me and James aren't best friends. Me and James like had a thing. Everyone said,
0: said that. Yeah. Is, didn't that, did that come out on the show? Or? It came out on the Pump Rules podcast. No, but I think it's come out on Vanderpump Rules too. They think they, they... No, they kind of hinted
1: at it that Logan was trying to hook up with James, but James was like, no, sorry, we're just friends and I'm in love with Raquel. But the truth is that they actually were like kind of dating. I mean, open relationships now, yeah. but they actually were kind of dating.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I, I, didn't I feel like, are we allowed to talk about this? No and no we're not but th- but the thing is it's i al- mean we're allowed to talk about whatever we want well so logan- but it's already out there because of that in- someone made a twitter account with it too and- yeah but logan actually came on the Prom podcast and gave us all the details okay so he
1: already did he already did okay fine. it's already out there. then we can talk about it we can talk about it Yeah, no i've known about and that also i i was just there as like a, a commentator like i was just yeah. here to like kind of i had no idea that he was coming onto the show to tell us this mm-hmm. craig had like planned this whole situation i i walked into it and i was like Fuck, I thought, J- I didn't think James was like, maybe by, maybe get no labels, but like mm-hmm. a- a- had ever like actually been interested in Logan that way based mm-hmm. off what I've seen on the show. And I found out later that he texted Craig and was like, fuck you, fuck Diana, fuck. And like, oh, James did.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, whatever. I mean, you're not the guys, aren't the first people to talk about it. No, but like now
1: he, and I was going to text him and be like, come on the podcast. And my Logan tell me this, I was like, oh, now I can't Yeah, you like, him. nope. <laughs> Wait, how did how did James have your number? No, he texted Craig. Oh, he texted Craig. But okay. We, but I had interviewed him previously on the Pumples podcast mm-hmm. and we connected and we have each other on Instagram and stuff. And he was like, oh, I'll come on your show. So I was actually going to message him and ask him like his side of the story. It's probably not going to come.
0: He, well, actually, maybe if you offer him that. To no, no, no. no. He, he was like, fuck
1: you. Fuck Deanna. Like, he doesn't like me now.
0: But do you know what I do feel? I, I, I do kind of have like a strong stance on this and I feel bad about it. I, and I... I I feel bad for James a little bit in this right? Uh, and he's not a good person and he's done some, a lot of bad things to my friends, but yeah. I do feel bad for him. If like, let's say he actually is struggling with his sexuality or he is gay or, or bi or whatever. And let's just say like, it's a point of where like it's, it's painful for him or he doesn't know how to like that. It's being outed publicly in the way that it is, I think is kind of sad it's not the right way to go about it. I think it. it's a also, little bit like people like I'm not trying to be dramatic, but people no. like harm themselves over stuff like that. No,
1: like, like, to be honest, I grew up in like a dance school environment. So mm-hmm. most of my friends are gay. And like, yeah. I hear a lot of coming out stories that were very traumatic. Yeah. A lot of gay guys, especially that I'm mm-hmm. that I know that came out actually went through depression yeah. with it because it's a very mm-hmm. hard thing to go through absolutely and i'm not saying james is gay but also what i've noticed from the show mm-hmm. is that you know when he hangs out with his dad for example his dad is very like trying to make him one of the lads and like who mm-hmm. can drink more like encourages this very lad mm-hmm. british lad behavior mm-hmm. and i think that I'm not blaming it on the dad, but it must be a tough position to be in. You're kind of competing for this, like I'm the bigger lad status with your dad, but at the same time, you might be struggling with your sexuality. Yeah, no, that is, that's hard. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And not I saying that the dad wouldn't have accepted it or anything, but... It's, it's it's kind of a tough pill to swallow yeah. Like when you're a kid and you have that kind of relationship with your father. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it's not the right situation to be in if you want to like figure out where you stand sexually. I 100% agree with that. But that said, Logan threw himself under the bus for James because he was like, yep, I tried it. He didn't like me. Like He threw himself under the bus, but mm-hmm. that was not the situation at all.
0: Yeah. What? I was having such a hard time keeping a straight face when you kept saying lad because all I could think about is, do you remember that video that came out was a couple years ago? Uh, I got to show it to you after the podcast. I think it ended up being like the guy was he was like a comedian and it was fake but it was this guy going on a bachelor party and with all went. the lads yeah oh it's, it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen I need to go re-watch it I, yeah we have to link it in the description yeah send it to me okay
1: well I would never use the word lad but it's like an expression to oh, say, you know yeah. it's like the bros yeah it's like, in, in England I we like say it. It. Yeah but I prefer bro. Can I just say, I love a fucking bro. It's a hundred percent. I know, but see, you probably love the British lads. I like the American bros and it's so annoying because they're
0: such So douchebags. who do you consider like a bro? Like who would be an American bro? Like a uh, Brody Jenner? Maybe it's just because his name yeah. is bro. I love a fucking bro, which by the way yeah do you know any I don't bros for me? I don't know but I don't know if I should be taking dating advice from someone that likes bros
1: it's <laughs> only because it's like the foreign thing do you know what I mean yeah like, like you like what you you're not familiar with yeah
0: that's true that's so true like the Do little I know cute- any bros for you yeah mm. I mean I
1: know a lot of British lads for you that you might like
0: well you're supposed to like set me up with them or I'm gonna set you tell up. all your friends to come to my show on April 23rd in London we're getting to
1: that I did you see my swipe up yesterday on Instagram oh you didn't no. see it I saw I I posted a photo of us podcasting and I was like swipe up and I put a link to your website where you can that's buy the so tickets. Nice. I didn't see it. I yeah didn't see it. I, I gave you a swipe up. That's so nice of you. Thank I'm gonna you. do another one when you're in London as well because you know what I'm a bitch but I'm a supportive bitch. You're not a bitch at all. I actually am. I feel like I, it's like your shtick but you're very sweet. I'm a very harsh critic but the only reason why I am is because I've done worse than everyone else so I can judge.
0: Yeah that's fair. Yeah like I'm d- But I think you are pretty sweet. Oh thank you. Like well, I don't think I don't feel like you're gonna leave here and be like like talk shit about me never but I am a
1: harsh critic and I mm. will and I will tell you the truth like when you were like should I do this I was like no <laughs> whatever I, I regret texting text. no, you can't regret it but before we get into your comedy stuff can we please talk about Stassi and her boyfriend because I'm really pissed off why
0: because because I'm so jealous oh they're very cute together
1: I, I love that he
0: embraced the show that he cried on camera for her like. he's, he's they're they're very good for each other they make me they're it makes me really happy. Because it because here's what's crazy. I said this for the other day where it, it really gives me hope because Me too, because I feel like I was stassi first season, second season. Like I, I feel, feel like we're, we're stassi
1: now. Yeah,
0: like even but just like we like I had to go to Mexico in place of Patrick when he didn't get on the plane on a trip that she'd paid for. I remember this like, that. And I was so worried about her on that trip. Like I literally, like I could cry thinking about how worried I was for her. Like I would like basically like make sure she was like breathing at night when she was sleeping just because like it was like xanax now call whatever yeah yeah. she talks about it and not outing her or anything um just so worried she was so sad like not eating just so sad and uh, honestly like not even like a few months later she met Bo, who is the love of her life who is so perfect for her like it turned around so quickly for her it makes me Feel very hopeful. But I love
1: watching them on TV. Usually I fucking hate watching like cheesy couples, but they're not cheesy. They're not cheesy. They're They're, very funny and cute together. Yeah, they're so funny. And I love watching them because everything that Stassi has gone through in Vanderpump Rules, I can really relate. Like Mm -hmm. I've had the cheater boyfriend. I've had the arsehole who thinks he's better than me, but really is just a dumb fuck who mm-hmm. can't even use the right words myopic
0: Sh- can we all remember Wait, who's this Patrick oh Patrick oh I don't remember <laughs> I don't know I had a very hard time wa- like I didn't watch the episode with where he acted like a jerk for a long time because I was like it made me so uncomfortable I'm like how did I not see it like how did I not see you it was that awful. I've bitched about him so much on my podcast to be honest they didn't give him a good edit I don't know
1: what he was like all the time but he on wasn't the show, horrible
0: all the time I don't know I don't know I like but, but to act like that on camera like you have to be I'm wondering if there's something I didn't see. Although I, I don't on know. Camera, he did, he it did was hang just up on dreadful. me when I called him when we were in Mexico. And I basically called him and I was like, She's so sad. Can you please just come here? Can you do something? And so we're having this long conversation, and he's like, you know, telling me all the things that she's done wrong or whatever. And I'm like agreeing with him, like practically throwing Stasi under the bus half the time just to be like, Yeah, I know, but can you guys work it out? Like she's so sad. Like yeah. do something. Cry for help. And he just turns you and down. And then the one second. I said something that was like against him where I was like, well, Patrick, you do this too. He literally hung up on me. He could not handle me like... But that's Saying what I saw. That he wasn't perfect. That's Mike. what I saw from him on
1: TV. I just saw a walking, talking ego. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge problem with guys nowadays. Yeah. Like, come on, like, nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Drop the ego. Just yeah. be a fucking good human. Like, yeah. it really pissed me off. Yeah. But so I love that he's so funny, that yeah. they, like, both geek out together and that he's just down to be on the show, to be vulnerable on mm-hmm. the show. Because, like, the show's a big part of her life. Yeah. He's very uh, emotionally intelligent. I, I will say that. Like, he's, he's, yeah. You know, that's my first. Well, my first thing for a guy is like funny. And number two is actually number two is know how to assemble furniture. And number three is being emotionally intelligent. That's good. Yeah.
0: I feel like I never, this is surprising too. Never date funny guys. Like, where are they? Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Like, what's your type? What's your type? I was talking about this at a brunch yesterday. And I feel like I don't necessarily have one. And that might be like, I'm like, I feel like my range is broad. And like, I feel like I just don't know Do you feel like you just like a guy who likes you? Yes, very much so. Oh my gosh. That's like my number one criteria. (laughs) Are you joking? Oh my gosh, Rachel, we have to, no. It's so bad. Where I'm just like, well, if you, I mean, you have great taste. If you like
1: me, I like me. I'm not saying that you have to have a type like, I like blue eyes or I like a bro. But now you need to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Otherwise, you're really not going to like enjoy the dating process.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know, I definitely know that I like like more manly guys. And I I want like a really good person. I definitely, at this point, like I've paid my dues. I need someone successful. I've like you know, I can't right there with you. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do know sort of what to ambitious. I like when people very say ambitious, like yeah. because I don't care if
1: he has no money, but mm-hmm. he needs to be like working towards something and not just sitting around being like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying they just be like loaded or something. But yeah. at the same time, if you're like in your late 30s and you or early 40s and you have nothing to show for it, then it's kind of a red flag. Yeah, do, like in, in the sense like... I no- shouldn't be harder working than you are. Exactly. What
1: is a moment that you'll remember for the rest of your life from like, you know, taping and being there or something that people might not know? what it's like behind the scenes, something you've experienced that maybe hasn't shown on TV. I don't know, just something.
0: Well, I, I will say like... I mean, it, I've been there a couple of times. I'm, yeah, you have. I will say like, I mean, now it's not that big of a deal to me. And 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 it also was it aired. It was like a half of a joke that they aired and it aired weird. Mm-hmm. But, uh you know, five years ago, four or five years ago, when they introduced me the first time on the show doing stand-up, granted, they only aired like as a flashback, but they literally like basically... Took over the entire improv, like f- all the cameras. Like it was my first time ever filming Vanderpump and like had me doing stand up comedy on stage. And I was like, this is a cool moment. Like I'm getting to do what I want on TV. And like, whoa, this is really cool. I remember that being a cool moment, even though it didn't air properly or whatever, but right. that was cool. And then in terms of were like- you upset with the edit? I mean, it's, it's literally aired as a flashback and it's like half of a joke. It's not, which which is fine. What were they gonna, it wasn't going to be the Rachel O'Brien stand-up comedy special. You know what I mean? So I right, right, right. mean, they did the best they could. It's okay. fine. Enough about Thunder Rules because now I want to ask you about comedy um, okay. because you guys probably know
1: it already because we've spoken about it. You're a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you, I'm very interested because I'm, a freelancer I'm an entrepreneur yeah and I want to know how do you actually make a living being a comedian because it's it's a world that isn't so it's not massively on social media I feel like mm-hmm. stand-up comedy is still its own thing mm-hmm. and from like an entrepreneurial standpoint like how does it happen for for you guys you comedians
0: yeah um well frankly you can if you are at a certain level there is a lot of money to be made in stand-up like, really okay yeah like sebastian menescalco who is not a household name necessarily yeah do you even know who he is no nope. okay he sold out madison square garden two nights in a row this year how do you make that happen when you're a comedian he I mean he just has built I guess built a follow I mean enough I mean enough people care about him for sure he is hilarious but but what do you do do you do like Facebook ads like what is something that helps you get people to show up for a show I mean I don't know someone at his level I mean he's going on like Jimmy Kimmel to promote it and stuff though you know and like he's got a pretty big following and stuff like that okay um so there's a huge amount of money to be made. I mean, he made millions of dollars doing that. Wow. But if you're smart and you're not even at his level, which I hope to be and will be hopefully. One you will. Year. Yeah. We'll make that happen. Thanks. Just doing like a, enough road gigs and you, you, I mean, I'm getting like, usually it's like a door deal. So I get uh-huh. like 80% of the door. Okay. So I go to a comedy club and let's say there's 200 seats there and I'm selling tickets at like $25 a ticket. Right. And let's say, you know, yeah. well let's say even only a hundred tickets sell. That's twenty five hundred dollars. Right. And there's people that sell merch and stuff after shows. Like, okay. Yeah. So- and then and then all comedians are writers and stuff too. So you're constantly pitching shows. I mean, I audition all the time. Right, right, right. Yeah.
1: It's kind of like me. People just think I'm like an on-camera host and I do all this shit. Oh, you have to
0: to know how to do everything.
1: You have to know how to monetize. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. And so I want to know a bit more about it because I don't actually know much about like stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. I've only seen like two shows, I think, which I hope to come on your show and I really want you to pick on me when I do come and see you. Yeah. Oh, I want (laughs) you to come so bad. I really want to come. So when you like write a joke mm-hmm. or like a skit, or I don't know how you guys call it. A, a joke, a joke. If or your set, I guess. Oh, yeah. If you, when you write your set mm-hmm. and you're trying to like work the crowd, but you slowly realize that it's not really happening, mm-hmm. do you just go to the end of what you wrote, or do you kind of like switching
0: depending on what's going on? Like, how do you? How does it I definitely happen? Definitely switch. Yeah, you I'll, switch. Mm, yeah, improvise and just like switch and see what works. I mean, sometimes you still will like get to the end of a joke and and sometimes it turns around and it lands but you have to be willing a lot of the time to yeah improvise and and change it up and yeah and you have to be able to I mean every crowd's different you're you're gonna have a drunk bachelorette party for example like talking the whole time like so you have to be able to know how to handle that and right mm
1: -hmm.
0: when you got started in comedy
1: Mm -hmm. how does it happen in your brain you're like I'm just gonna stand up and be fucking funny like how you have to have an unbelievable amount of confidence I guess or be crazy but not confidence like arrogance but you're you're like confident in yourself that you're like this is
0: when did it happen when you're like, confident this when enough I you to- that i will be okay if it doesn't go well right like i think that it's more maybe that's like emotional confidence or something where it's like my life's not over if i bomb one night you know right it's like and, and it's also it's just like i love doing it so much you just feel so compelled to do it that uh-huh. you just do it i don't know yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying it's like me on the red carpet like i get yeah. so much like a thrill out of getting juice
1: out of people yeah. and like I just love it so you can't not do it like no. I can't not do stand-up it's it's what I was meant to do it's like me right now like I haven't prepared this but I'm like hey give me stuff like yeah, I want to know you're great I love it I, I don't know right now I want to know one of your greatest moment on a comedy show and one of your worst but I know that you've spoken about one on Stassi's podcast because I listened to it mm-hmm. so I want like a different one but like one of your greatest moment from performing on stage and one of your worst
0: I would say the greatest overall experience, like I can't remember like an on stage moment necessarily specifically, but I would just say like my greatest experience overall was doing a USO tour for so performing for our troops overseas. Okay. Just like the whole thing was just like, what I get to do, like, this is crazy. This is I like, they're, the, they were such a, you know, appreciative audience and I got to travel to places that I would never normally go to, like Kosovo or, you know, it's crazy. Right. Um, so I would say that was the best overall experience. Um. And then worse, I mean, you don't want me to retell the one about stuff? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I've had a couple. I mean, yeah. it's just like you just don't do well. Yeah. And I, I've had this, I've I've done this twice now where I've walked off stage early.
1: Is it something that people must not do or is it a common thing? Like comedians will walk oh, no, out. I I'm sure they do it all the time. They do it's it It's just all the time.
0: like, I, I'm, I beat myself up for it where I wish I would have handled something better. Right. How do you
1: walk out? Do you just like drop the mic and walk or do you say, thanks, but I'm going to go? Like, how do you... How, yeah, how basically
0: I'm like, yeah, it's not going like I wanted it to <laughs> just go. You're just like, I'm tapped out.
1: See <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I'm done now. I'd like to be done now. And do you leave the club or do you stay there and apologize to the people? Like, I know
0: I <laughs> what happens when you walk um, out yeah i apologize usually after well it just I really depends like that time in reno i was just i was just the those guys were so frustrating they were saying boobs boobs boobs. Yeah, yeah it was so frustrating that i just like yeah i don't know but i well that on that one i had to do another show later so i just i mean that was like the seven thirty show we had a nine thirty show so i mean right. contractually i'm obligated to do another show so i was just sort of there still Right, and no one
1: blamed you for it. No one was rude about it.
0: Uh, No, I don't think the club was very happy with me. Oh, good. Yeah, but but at the same time, I never told them. I should have been like, you know, those guys made me uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do. Like, help protect me. Then take a security guard and take those guys out of there. Like, I didn't stand up for myself like I should have. Can I just say, if I had been there, I Mm -hmm. would have
1: like popped out a photo of boobs on my phone and be like there you go yeah. you can leave yeah goodbye go like, that's funny been, that was a, that's a
0: good re- no, response
1: i would have been like do you want to see boobs here
0: they are on google yeah fuck you just go been, dude i would have been such a sassy bitch i'm glad i wasn't there i would have yeah. like ruined the- <laughs> well i i mean i was pretty sassy at first but like sometimes even like it's hard to know with certain people like how to handle it because like sometimes when you definitely never want to get like angry, right? Like that, because that like weirds out the crowd and alienates the rest of the crowd, right? Um, and and I've seen a lot of comics do that where they get like angry. But and can then you're you just acknowledge like, them? Can you be like, oh well, yeah, I show did. you my boobs, like I did, what but then they didn't stop, and then I just got in my head and I sort of just got flustered, right? Yeah, I can see how like that's a tough situation because people
1: don't know, but like performing on a crowd that like stuff that is all written by you, that is all your work is hard enough. Then you have to make people laugh, and mm-hmm. then you have to deal with like hate on the spot it's not like something that you read about yourself it's not something
0: that you can process you're like on stage it's basically choosing to do what people's biggest fear is for a living like making you so i being vulnerable i I pay my rent on public speaking well public speaking is people's biggest fear above like spiders above heights above everything yeah that's people's number one biggest fear so it's like i've i mean i've based my entire life on this at this point so like yeah. It's, That's crazy. Yeah, it's it'd be like if your biggest fear was spiders and it would be like you chose to um, have spiders crawl all over your body. And yet yeah. you're afraid to like send a text to someone. How are <laughs> you? Yeah.
1: It keeps I, coming back to that. I know, I'm sorry. I, I should I shouldn't even be mentioning that right now. But no, it's so, fine. A lot of people on this podcast are from London and they all watch yes. Vanderpump Rules. So you're actually going to be in London
0: tomorrow. N- well, I leave tomorrow. Uh, for, oh, yeah. But I go to New York first, then Scotland, then London. Oh, right, right. right. So, so you're going directly to mm-hmm. London. So I'll be in London from uh, April 22nd through April 25th. My show is on April 23rd at Moving Pictures Cinema. We'll put everything in the description. I'll put a yeah. link so where people can like buy tickets and stuff yeah. in the description. Or you can just go, yeah, go to RachelO'BrienComedy.com. Exactly. That's the link. I put on my Instagram oh, the other day. Thank you. I'll
1: put another one on my Instagram so you guys can check that out and swipe up. What can people expect? What is your type of comedy for
0: people who are not familiar with your work yet? I tell—I mean, it's mostly all very real. I tell true stories. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, just dumb shit that I've done or like embarrassing things that have happened. Yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 true. I'm not like a setup punch. Like it's like you like there's a thought process behind it. It's not just like throwing random jokes. Yeah.
1: So where can we find you on social media on the podcast and remember every one
0: of your London dates? Um, I, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, all of them at Rachel N O'Brien. It reads like Rachel no O'Brien and Rachel spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And then yeah, all my comedy dates are on my website and they're all posted on my social media. And if you are in London or Scotland or Berlin or Prague, whatever, I mean, all these places over the next three weeks, come see me. Also, if you're one of my London friends listening, because there are a few of them, reach out to her on
1: Instagram. Take her out. Show her a good time. Yeah, She's down to come meet you and chat and just make new friends. She's so cool. Guys, take her out on a date. Okay. Ooh, thanks. My, my guys here listening. Okay. Some cool. of them are cute. All right. All right.